0: This is the Pete Wong Podcast, sharing the things that I love with those that I love. I've always wanted to talk about the things that I care about in life. People have told me time after time, why don't you just share more of you? And with that, let's go. Hello, welcome everybody to this week's the Pete Wong Podcast. I just want to give a thanks to everyone that's been uh, taking a listen each week to the podcast, and if you haven't yet, uh, hopefully you'll be starting today with this one. We began our interviews with our guests, and uh, I just uh, feel really proud and grateful for those uh, interviews that we've done thus far, and I am very excited and just looking forward to, to more conversations, to share with all of you out there the amazing bodies, amazing people, amazing spirits. Looking forward to connecting with each and every one of you, the listeners. This coming week is going to be Halloween. Really hope you have a good time and please be safe, whatever you do, and please be mindful of uh, you know the world that we're living in, the situation that we're in, and uh, just have a good time. Um, uh, you know, Take the safety precautions and even if it's just uh, keeping it small this year, enjoy the, the ghouls, goblins and uh, all sorts of other creepy, crawly, scary and fun things. This week we're going to continue reading the, the chapters and uh, we're going to be moving on to chapter 8 and this chapter is entitled positivity, and the power of our minds. Quote, to live life to the fullest, you must stand guard at the gate of your garden and let only the best information enter. You truly cannot afford the luxury of a negative thought, not even one. End quote. The Monk Who Sold His Fiari by Robin S. Swarma if you haven't read that book, uh, The Monk Who Sold His Fiari, please check it out. Like my workout habits, becoming more routine and a part of who I was, so too was thinking and acting more in positive ways. Just as important it is to build our bodies, physical strength and conditioning to become healthier, we must also train our minds too. In many ways, training our minds might be even more important. What do I mean when I say training our minds? Practicing having more positive thoughts versus the negative ones. Take for a minute, what would our lives look like or feel like if we could live it without the negative thoughts? Why does it seem so hard sometimes? Believe me when I say this, I've tried many times in the past to apply this concept. And let me tell you, every time I said I'd be more positive, a negative thought would turn up. Eventually, that little negative thought would grow into more negative ones. And before I knew it, I wasn't really liking myself very much. Whether it's worrying about something, getting angry or upset, having some form of anxiety, feelings of jealousy, saying hateful or harmful remarks, the truth is, We allow this negativity to happen, either to ourselves, or sometimes, sadly, to someone. But it's okay, don't beat yourself up over it, this was me too, and sometimes depending on the situation, it's still me. Part of being human is having the dichotomy to choose between our positive and negative thoughts. The point is not to deny how we think and feel, but to stop to acknowledge and to recognize it. To carry caution with how you choose to carry on further with your thoughts. We humans carry anywhere between 12,000 to 60,000 thoughts. That's a lot. And according to research anywhere from 95 to 98% of those thoughts are the same or similar to the ones that we had yesterday. And out of these thoughts, about 80% of them are most likely negative ones. How many of you? Stop to think about how you are treating yourselves. What do you say to yourselves when there is no one there to hear it? How about what you might say to others? How about what we really think of other people but don't actually say it out in the open? Our minds can be a dangerous organ, but if we become more present, more mindful, with how we are thinking, our minds can also be an incredible powerful organ capable of doing great things. At a young age, I was raised with values such as helping and loving others, and to be respectful to people. Though this sounds great on paper, my family members never prepared me for the real world and those people who occupy it might respond to this behavior. I wasn't prepared for how i'd need to respond to it they didn't prepare me for the framework and quote rules of conduct that it seemed to operate in the older i got how could they have that would have been impossible and i would never would have learned anything had they done so do we live our lives thinking and believing in positive thoughts and acting on these despite how intensely cruel and even oftentimes dangerous of a world we live in. I was trapped without a clue how to respond for quite a while. I experimented and faced various obstacles and situations at every turn. I didn't know the answer. Now, years later, much older, and hopefully much wiser, I think about this very differently. I now know and come to understand this conundrum we all have to figure out on our own day in and day out. As I reflected on who I was and who I longed to be more of, I began to realize, at some point while growing up, I let the world and everything in it persuade me to think that in order to live I had to listen to the negative thoughts or the negative thoughts of others. I thought I had to listen and live with the negative thoughts in order to find balance living with the positive ones. As much as I talk about balance being in utmost importance in life, this is one area I think the scales should be tipped. In fact, instead of allowing negative thoughts to enter either through our own thoughts, internal, or that of others, external. I now choose to move aside these thoughts in exchange for only positive ones. It's a risk, but one that I'll make if it means feeling a little bit more happier, a little more at ease and feeling good about myself. I don't question it because now I know what I want and what I need. Making the choice how you choose to think and feel does not mean denying what is already there. By choosing to think and live more positive, it doesn't mean I disregard the natural process. I actually think this is where balance is found. Negative energy and negative thoughts will exist regardless. I know it's there and I acknowledge it, even sometimes welcome it. But I also do my very best not to let it stay there to fester and boil. At the same time, negative energy and thoughts exist Positive energy and positive thoughts is also just as available to you. It is up to you to decide which thoughts you want to have. In the past, I would have let negative thoughts continue to expand. But now I choose the positive over the negative thoughts. Maybe you're asking yourselves, that's great for you, but how do I get myself to that point? When did this mindset ultimately change? I came across this book recommended by my good friend, Henry Rodriguez, a fighter and one of my best friends in our group. The book entitled The Monk Who Sold This Ferrari by Robin S. Schwarma changed my life after reading it. In Chapter 7, A Most Extraordinary Garden, the main character Julian, a former lawyer turned monk, returns to share with his once law firm protégé, the principles he picked up in the monasteries. In the book, Julian shares a particular fable. In the fable, quote, The garden is a symbol for the mind. If you care for your mind, if you nurture it, and if you cultivate it, just like a fertile, rich garden, it will blossom far beyond your expectations. But if you let the weeds take root... Lasting peace of mind and deep inner harmony, harmony will always elude you. End quote. It's this last sentence that really got to me. Lasting peace of mind and deep inner harmony will always elude you. As I read and reread those words over and over, something shook at my core. It didn't say sometimes elude you. It said always elude you. As a kid up to now, I had always wanted to be someone who thought more positive than negative. Something just felt good about seeing things this way. But at the same time, I always had some fears and doubts if I did. It wasn't until after my depression and after every hardship that I've gone through since then that I began to have the change in perspective. I have to believe it was the thinking more positively that got me through it. Remember how I treated my exercise and training before? Doing it only when I felt like it or when I wanted to? Although I was genuinely a positive person, I was still being selective about when I was thinking more positive. And when I did this, negativity easily crept in and as often as it could. Though I was living what I generally thought was being mostly happy, in reality, nothing had really changed. In addition to things not changing, I felt like I didn't have any power or say in anything either. And when things got difficult, I just fed into the negative thoughts even further. I had to stop to realize and accept I was constantly putting myself in a position to be eluded from the greatness that existed for me. I let the thoughts that weren't necessarily mine by nature, but created false ones out of what I feared, what I thought, and what I gave into. When I made the decision to no longer live my life, but to live my life, I also made the decision to not settle for anything ordinary anymore, and instead seek only what was extraordinary. If living an extraordinary life meant having to make a drastic change with my mind as well as my body, then I had no other choice but to at least try. I think many of us, due to our fears, our previous traumas, an event, or even something someone said, don't love ourselves enough to see how extraordinary we really are. And if we don't love ourselves, it's really hard to believe in ourselves. If we have on an average roughly 81.2 years life expectancy taken from a USA Today article in 2014, the time we are alive, breathing, existing in the flesh, then why do many of us move through it as if it's ordinary. What's worse is many of us don't even care to see it in any other way but ordinary. I think that little voice inside me was trying to tell me back then, we have this one life. We can choose to settle and take things as just being ordinary or we can make the choice of making it extraordinary. I think we should be proud of our lives, whatever makes of it. After all, it is your life. I used to think that living our lives thinking positive was impossible or something that sounded a little too hippie-ish. Sometimes I would even feel too embarrassed at the notion and thought of trying to be positive. You've been around that crowd, rolling the eyes, reading the sarcasm in their body language and the gasp of the breath. Those types of people who say things like, how can you be so positive all the time? Yeah, them. I used to hang out with people who sought out the drama, who took pride in finding excuses for everything. But no matter what the real hard truth was, they didn't want to change. Or even if they wanted it, they weren't prepared to do whatever they had to to make the change. These people are toxic. I think it's completely wrong and very disrespectful for anyone wanting to take away your wanting to have more positivity in your lives. You don't need them in your life. In life, there are going to be those people who either don't want you to be happy, don't want to be happy themselves, or those that actually do. I believe that it is still a choice of yours how you choose to view things. It's not always the easiest thing to work on, but I do believe ultimately It is a choice. Of course there are many things that are involved during this process and sometimes can feel like a messy ordeal, but it's still up to us to work hard at making the perspective what it needs to be. Making the choice to see things positive is different from pretending that everything is always positive. Being honest and not just realistic means accepting that being positive all the time could eventually lead to a mental breakdown of sorts or perhaps even worse. It doesn't mean that you can't continuously work on seeing things with a different perspective. In the past, I thought if you were so positive all the time, you'd drain yourself out dry and get exhausted. But truth is, now I'm finding it's actually the opposite. Choosing to live more positive, you actually fill yourself up, feeling it and nourishing you. Much like taking care of your garden. It's your garden. If it's made to be beautiful, wouldn't you want to keep it growing? Keep it blooming? And if you really don't want to and instead choose to hurt it, destroy it even, well, then that's what you'll get. Toxic thoughts either within or coming from others, if it's allowed into the garden, make waste and make your garden toxic too, eventually destroying it. The great part of all this is it's not difficult or it doesn't have to be. And we all can take steps to take care of ourselves just a little better. Practice more positivity on a consistent basis and love ourselves like never before. Practice, practice, keep practicing. And as Jack Bazali Sr., my... Martial art teacher would say, Perfect practice makes perfect. Quote, the quality of your life is determined by the quality of your thoughts. End quote. Just last night, without knowing, without planning, I went to my friend Isaiah's birthday party. As he was cutting his cake, I spoke to Carol, a hypnotherapist herself. She brought to my attention how important it was to not only think positively, but everything you do should be in belief and supporting our thoughts. She caught me as I was explaining to her about the creation and process behind writing this book and she told me to practice using words that are more in tune with what I believe, more positive and assertive versus passive and more negative. I love this. As I shared about the book and process to her, instead of saying, I hope, I want, choose to change the vocabulary to it is, I am. Another reminder for me of the power of our thoughts. Thank you, Carol. Quote Once you consistently apply this principle to your daily life and start to condition your mind to translate every event into a positive, empowering one, you will banish worry forever. You will stop being the prisoner of your past. Instead, you will become the architect of your future. End quote. The monk who sold his fiari. Bullet points to be mindful of. Bullet point number one. Making the choice how you choose to think and feel does not mean denying what is still there. Bullet point number two. Tend your garden or destroy it. Bullet point number three. Every day you get a chance to decide. Choose wisely. Bullet point number four. Practice. More practice. End of chapter. The power of our minds, people. I wish you all a great week practicing perspective through your thoughts. It's powerful. It requires much practice, diligence, faith and belief. Give it a shot. I hope all of you will uh, en- enjoy your Halloween, those of you that celebrate it, or otherwise just enjoy your week. Uh, again, feel love, be love, share your love. Remember, as always, you are loved, you are enough. And you are worthy. Blessings to all of you. Hey, I'm back. I forgot to mention that on uh, November 7, that's a Saturday, from 1.30 to 2.30, I will be teaching a class. Uh, the class is called Movement for the Soul, and I will be sharing my movement healing therapy Uh, the first class and um, the location it's going to be at is going to be at Liftbridge Nutrition and the address is 1431 Stillwater Boulevard in Stillwater, Minnesota. So uh, if you can get yourself over to there uh, in Stillwater, uh, please come check it out. Uh, This is a really cool opportunity. Um, I'm excited to be collaborating with LiftBridge Nutrition and uh, uh, thanks to my buddy Brandon and Monica and uh, I got to meet John and Tina over there at LiftBridge and they're a a great great group of people over there and I really um, love what they're doing and uh, really sharing about health and wellness mind body and spirit so uh, uh, follow them on Instagram at LiftBridge Nutrition underscore Stillwater, Minnesota, or you can find them on Facebook, LiftBridge Nutrition. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you next week. And remember, you are loved, you are enough, and you are worthy. Blessings to all of you.